following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. I don't like this place. Alive, it's alive, it's alive! Ladies and gentlemen, do not panic. The casuals have seized control of the airwaves. This is Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio, VTW Productions. Sing it with me. For Sunday, the 29th of August, also known as PAX Eve Weekend, Woo-hoo! this is Casually Hardcore. I am Gnomewise. I'm Iolite. I'm Grail. And I am Daxa. You are the world... See... Uh, with, with, that, with that opening act we've got, I just it gets stuck in my head and I, just, I can't get You're it the out. world and we're okay with you. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're casual. <laughs> and we really like it. You know, and do what you want. are right there with we you. Could, we kind of <laughs> exist in that live and let live kind of a moment. You exactly. Know? Precisely. Like, I will say that, that Gwen, we are obviously uh, mm-hmm. short one Gwen this week. Um, fishing. Gwen he's is protecting off, the world. Gwen is off protecting the world. Yes. No, he's, From he's fish. fishing. From fish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's always good when you can eat what you catch, you know. I'm um, not touching that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that works on and many you, levels. And you started it. Um, we'll yeah. have to ask him how it went so they can do another video, another audio of him. <laughs> another audio of him fishing, yes. Oh, that was priceless. Now, before I get too far from the beginning and forget as usual, uh, in a very interesting and different way, if you were listening to Octil and Hordak versus the World, which you absolutely should have been doing, and shame on you if you weren't, you would know that Barry VA, the Our Barry Von Awesome, Barry VA, Barry Von Awesome, the IRC rep of Doom, is actually visiting with the aforementioned Octail Hordak, and sometimes, but not this time, Doc Dead. Right. So he's repping from the secret condominium lair. I can't believe they let him in in another state. Oh, they let him in. But are they going to let him out? <laughs> In's easy. Welcome to the Hotel Colorado. Octel <laughs> <laughs> Horror Deck. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, my goodness. You guys so, are a little crazy. Uh, do, do, do be crazy? Yeah, just. The Barry Von Awesome. If you have things you wish to bring to our attention. I would like to bring to your attention that I don't think he's the IRC rep of Doom. I think he's the IRC rep of Win. Okay. All right. Because if he was of Doom, then he wouldn't be, you know, effectively doing his IRC stuff. And I find him to be extremely good at what he does. It is just so. a Barry Von Awesome love fest. Kind of yeah. Von Awesome no, kind kidding, of a day. Right? I mean, he's, he's, like getting, he's getting the bad touch from, from uh, Octail, and he's getting wrong. love from us. Wrong, wrong, Oh, good, right, right, wrong, 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 wrong. Lower. <laughs> Lower. No, no, Too low. no. Yes. Lower. No. <laughs> Don't. Stop. Don't. Stop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, you guys. So in case you're wondering <laughs> what the God, hell we're talking about. This is why I don't like about. guys right. named Noah. <laughs> Noah, yes. <laughs> Noah, 
Yes. <laughs> anyway. Oh, too, if you're too joining us live for the first time, there's an aspect you should include, which is the IRC chat. Come yes. to vtwproductions.com. Click on the chat button at the top of the page. If you have a webcam, choose chat plus video. If you do not have a webcam, choose merely chat. I will oh. just text it to you. And, uh, and if you like, we are uh, dance partying in World of Warcraft um, outside on Brewfest Field, outside of Iron Forge. Um, we've got a bunch of hordies here with us, too, with the Casually Hordecore Guild. Nice. So Excellent. off we go. If you want to bring things to the attention of the hosts during the show, you have several different ways you can do that. Through the aforementioned IRC, please send personal messages to the aforementioned Barry Von Awesome a.k.a. Barry VA in IRC, or you can email the show. The address is theshow at alphageekradio.com. That's theshow at alphageekradio.com. Or you can uh, leave a little message on Facebook. I will always be watching Facebook. You can search Facebook Facebook. for the Casually Hardcore fan page, administered by one Daxa. That's right. Please don't PM the hosts directly because we won't pay attention to you, and don't flash us on TV. No flashy. No flashing. You don't want to see me flash you back, ladies and gentlemen. Oh no! Do not look directly at the big white man. No. Um, you could I will. Black. I will say that I am Tierra girl for the show. I yes. am I am trying to break in the Tierra for Gnomewise. Exactly. Nice. Um, so that when he he takes it to to Pax, um, and, it'll look and, just stunning. And you know, wears it during the Tri Wizard Tournament uh, pub crawl. He um, will. You know. How's the weather on your planet? Yeah. <laughs> Considering we share the same planet, I would ask you the same question. Oh, no. Same planet. (laughs) Different worlds. Oh, my goodness. So, she looks um, quite cute, actually. I like it. I like, I like it, it on you. It's so yes, far. It looks good. Doesn't on it? Her. Yes. Mm-hmm. It'll look better on you. Oh, no. oh, wait till I post a video with shopping for the tutu. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now you're BSing. Do not, <laughs> do not give that woman a camera. Oh, uh, she brought her own. We don't need I to give did. her one. She brought her own. I brought two. Oh. Silence! Oh, yes. Oh, here. What? Camera. Oh, camera. Oh, yeah, the buttons. Describe yes. What I am, uh... This harp made me this awesome button. I finally got the button. You're not going to be able to see it because it's super dark. This would be right? Harpalyze, yes. Mm-hmm. And that is my avatar button. This one is the bonus button that people will get um, for a shout-out. So you need to shout-out if you want my bonus button at PAX. You need to shout-out to somebody. I don't care who. Yes. Shout-out That what? has the Frankenstein sippy um, cup. On the air. Oh. You need to give someone a shout-out. Oh, okay, gotcha. Like, I want to shout-out to my dog. Gotcha. Cool gotcha. bonus button. There you go. Oh, extra button. I okay. know. Uh, yeah, and it's the cool Mad Scientist button, but, which is right. freaking awesome. But you've got to do it at PAX. You yes, it's yeah. yeah. We're not PAX. doing them now. During no, no, no. It's for coverage. it's for PAX yeah. for sure. Of course, Harp gets them because you know <laughs> she designed them. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the least I, I could do, I guess. <laughs> so I've been constructing our Penny Arcade Expo coverage page, and it is available for perusal. It's not mm. quite finished yet, but if you go to vtwproductions.com forward slash event. You can take a look at what we've got laid out there. It's basically a smallerized and streamlined version of our regular page. So in case we grab someone particularly uh, popular and the site gets hammered, we wanted to load quickly and have all the vital stuff you needed to tune in, listen, participate in IRC chat. There's a little tiny video window there in case we fire up the uh, Nexus One's Ustream camera. I don't foresee doing a ton of that, but I wanted it there just in case we had a moment of, quick, get the camera out. Something cool is happening. Oh, yeah. And yes. 
Oh, I, I foresee us doing a lot. I've been yeah. reading through all that stuff in the games and the... the ooh, Actually, never having cool. done packs before. Don't yeah. know what to expect. Trying to cover all the bases. I still I got haven't my... done packs. Jealous, jealous, jealous. You'll pay. I love you. You'll pay, pay later. <laughs> I got my hands also on a nice little digital camera. A I video brought camera, it. Yeah. So we can uh, toy around with that. Excellent. We got the iPad. I mean, we're set. Yeah. Basically. And I've got my flip cam, which I'm making yeah. those cool shopping videos. Between and that, I mean... It's entirely possible... We could have iPads. Ooh. Ooh. For that extra coverage. You're wearing, yeah, I was going to say, you're wearing a pad. Still kind of bulky. It's always good to have a spare pad. Yeah, yeah. You just never know. You, you just, just don't know. know what you're going to need. Yep, no, you those, got it. Those of you who have been following me on Twitter know that uh, I've got a client who's floated the idea of uh, bartering for services in, in the form of one iPad and seeing as... Nobody has still come out with any kind of alternative. I'm willing to entertain this idea. So actually, I'm just kind of waiting for it to arrive mm. so that I can join the cult of Steve. Mm-hmm. Did it get super dark all of a sudden? Yeah. Oh, my God. We actually have those weird things called clouds. Today, here. I know. Right? It's under 100. I know. Crazy. They're lying. So, so we're all <laughs> yeah, but, inside. <laughs> but, but it's over 100, but the humidity is like 75% yes. there, And I got to tell you, sucking pretty that actually, sucks. Right now, I mean, when I just it's came in, nice. it's really yeah. nice. So. Know, it's going to be horrible tomorrow. but it's It wasn't right now. fun when I went for my walk this morning. Yeah. And I went out, it was 3.6 miles. And uh, yeah, I was not. I was moist at the end. <laughs> very, very moist. <laughs> Pretty icky. It's, it's so simple. <laughs> I know. She makes it easy, doesn't she? I'm doing it deliberately. Uh, None of you are taking the bait. Too much self-control. Too, too much self-control. Um, it's like kicking a, you know, a, I, a one-legged puppy. You know? <laughs> it's too it's easy. so easy. So another thing we're taking to PAX is this, <laughs> which Ninja. I just flicked. <laughs> At Gnome. We're taking yes. Ninja Stars. Ninja Stars. Our main sponsor for uh, our trip to PAX is the University of Advancing Technology, UIT.edu. UIT. And Hello. they have provided a large number of ninja stars. floppy rubber ninja stars, which I believe are made of the same floppy material as Copy's hat. Probably. Probably. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah, Remember, we'll be, no um, faces. No faces. Not in the face. Not in the face. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm too pretty to be ninja starred. Well, you know, I mean, we shoot these all over campus when we're over there. It's it's the Ninja Stars. It's an ongoing war. Nice. It's oh yeah. Well, we have we we have two camps. We have ninjas and pirates. Oh right, of course. But of course, and you have to choose the eternal, never-ending battle. So what do the the pirates throw? You have to choose um, coming in. Um, Pirates don't have very many weapons yet. Um, Actually, though, on their force, they're pretty well armed on their force. (laughs) You know what they should throw? They should throw those little little balls, and they could be little cannonballs. There you go, little black cannonballs. Just that would. Yeah, that's more deadly than your floppy ninja stars. They could actually, but they could justify nerf guns too. They could. That's why they have nerf guns. Oh, they do. Okay, (laughs) yeah, they're they're set then. But they need to play the (laughs) the (laughs) nerf stars. Awesome. Very. cool. It is pretty funny. So, next week is going to be... <laughs> all packs all the time. Real interesting-like. Yeah. Um, because of the nature of the beast, not ever having done this before, mm-hmm. it's going to be very difficult for us to provide you a hard schedule ahead of time. Yes. All we can say is Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it would behoove you to be about the place. Yes. Right. Um, yes. Hop on the Alpha Geek Radio Twitter feed. Mm-hmm. And we'll do announcements there. We'll also, or 
the either the VTW Productions or Alpha Geek Radio Twitter feed both will right. be fed simultaneously. So if you're on either of those, you'll get announcements as they happen. Uh, just stay tuned to the slash event page, yeah. and we will try to keep our IRC reps as they rotate through uh, informed as to what the heck is going on. Mm. Uh, I my hope is to just score interviews and content yes. on the fly as it happens. Um, There's some good stuff happening. That's robot. 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 If you want to know what the hell that is, you just have to tune in next week. <laughs> I think um, it's all we the have, we have yeah. gotten a lot of interesting um, invitations. I know I'm on the invite list mm-hmm. as, as mm-hmm. one of the um, media reps going. And it has been really interesting to see the invitations to come see the unveiling of this. Come yeah. see the trial of that coming through in, in, in email over the course of the last week. The MMO um, Terra looks really good. There yeah. is some really interesting And, of course, Portal 2. Hello. Yeah. yeah. Torchlight yeah. 2. Torchlight. I mean, there's a lot of really, really, really good stuff. At a bare minimum, what we want to be able to do is we will at least go and attend these presentations and come and, and talk, talk to you about them. Yes. yes. The next level beyond that would be to get people from these organizations onto a microphone. And talk to talk you to about them. Yeah. <laughs> and occasionally, as, as we can get permission on the fly, uh, broadcasting larger presentations as they happen. Right. Correct. Uh, we also have a number of handheld recorders, so there'll be a fair amount of content that won't go out live that we'll be able to put directly on the podcast feed. Correct. So we will try and bury you in content as much as humanly possible and try to give you the... As much of the PAX experience as we have had uh, without you actually having to you know, fly to Seattle. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Quite a yeah. concept. Well, and, and no flu outbreak. Ah, yes. yes. <laughs> you heard of this. <laughs> yes. yes. There, is, there is no longer any handshaking at PAX. PAX, yes. Uh, you do the elbow bump. <laughs> <laughs> because they had the PAX plague. Yes. Ugh. Yeah. So one of the things that actually they put on the, the Penny Arcade... Um, what to bring the packs is hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer. Oh, I'm sure. And oh, yes. they have it all over the place in packs. Apparently, they're they have it. They have little stations everywhere with hand sanitizer. Well, you're you're only your the disseminator of a of a lethal virus once before you learn. Right. Yes, right. I guess. <laughs> Which I mean, for any major convention, though, right. you think True. this is a right. no convention crud is, yes. is yeah normal. Yeah. It is yeah. a good chance of something like that happening. Well, and then with people lowering their immune systems the night before by going out drinking. Yeah. yeah. Gee, whoever would do that? I hate <laughs> you so much. I hate you. Of <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Was that dramatic foreshadowing of our of our next segment? No, just saying. You know that happens if you have a lower immune system the night before you go and touch hands with a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You touch me like you know me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. So a lot of good things. Will Wheaton will be there too. Will Wheaton? Will Wheaton? Cool Wheaton? Cool whip? Cool whip? Say cool. Cool. Say whip. Whip. Say cool whip. Cool whip. We yes, we are in our own little world here. Yeah. In case you were wondering, exactly. no, there's a huge amount of, of folks yeah. coming. Uh, mm-hmm. There, the guilds there. I mean, the the normal con crowd, I think, is is in attendance. The yes. keynote speaker, though, is a game designer, and yeah, I uh-huh. can't. Kevin, his name Kevin right now is a Molinox. I don't remember. Uh, I don't is remember. it Peter Molyneux? No, no, it's no, not. Uh, I'll have to look it up. I apologize, but yeah, it's, it's, okay. uh, it's easy to look it up. It's on Paxite. We'll let you guys tackle that. But no, there's that. There's a lot. The panels. I know we kind of put the call out on the forums to say, is there any panels you guys are seriously interested in? Mm-hmm. Uh, the ones that folks have listed are definitely some of the ones we've kind of highlighted. Um, 
A big one is they're making a Star Wars game announcement there on day two, I believe. So that's kind of a must. Warren Spector. Warren Spector. That's who's doing it. Yes, Warren Spector yeah. from do, uh, Deus Ex and right. Thief, the, the Thief series. Yep. Oh, it's that hall. Yeah. 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 So he's so the is that speaker. Star Wars: uh, The Old Republic announcement, or just a Star Wars franchise? In general? Doesn't say. It just says Star Wars game. Star Wars related. Okay. There's so. like three or four that are like big announcement. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> and that's it. They always want to get, get the buzz going. Yeah. Yes. Ooh, what is it? What is it? What is it? Well, and of right, course, right. Um, Rock Band is going to debut some debut, new tracks. Yeah, well, no, they're going to debut the piano. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, the, 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 the piano, one. the keyboard. And okay. then they're also going to, apparently, the same people are debuting some sort of dance um, one. Some dance. Like the works okay. with Kinetic or something? Um, I'm assuming kind of like the... Connect. <laughs> 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 Kind of like the Wii, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I want to check yeah. it out. But they're also re- going to release some dance sh- game. So that'll be neat. And then there's the Kung Fu one that does the full motion Kung Fu. Right. Hey, uh, right. I don't want to alarm you. Kung Fu what? fighting. But dog Toucher is in the IRC. Oh, my God. <laughs> he hasn't been in there in forever. Dog Toucher? Wow. This is Sheep Toucher's uh, well, older he, brother, right? He changed no. to Dog Toucher. I know. I know. Because <laughs> <laughs> the word got out to the rest of the sheep, so he had to change his name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically, well, wow. it's Mammal Toucher. <laughs> Can we get a little creator? Because we're Are next you warm blooded? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no means no, but it could mean anything. <laughs> anything at all. Oh my god. It, it's, and then uh, there was Dog Toucher is, is decrying, he's saying, I am not the sheep. Nice. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, you're not the sheep. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We know that. <laughs> I'm here till Thursday. Try All right, so I got to tell my story because oh, yes. uh-huh. we are uh, a story. We have our fantasy draft yes. today, so we're only going to be here for half the show. Yes, uh, and we have an interview next segment. So I'm going to get my, my wow, my wow story in now, right. which was a story of treachery and sadness. <laughs> I guess for at least wow. 24 people. <laughs> I am so looking forward to yeah. this. Yeah, so. After last week's 25 man where we had somebody take off the buff in yeah. ICC <laughs> <laughs> that was and hilarious. then have people get bugged and couldn't get in, of course I decided I should do another 25 man. Sure, why not? <laughs> so I go in. Because I hate myself. Yeah, so I go in Tuesday or Wednesday night, a total pug, don't know anybody in this group, never met him before, jump in. Actually seems like a decent group. Everybody's decently geared, uh, seems to know the fight. Our fights, uh, we go in and they go, this is something I've seen now in a few of the raids. It's becoming more popular is you'll have somebody set up, of course, as a master looter. And the raid leader is also the master looter says, okay, so what we're going to do is at the end of each wing is when we'll roll the loot. Because, of course, they've added the feature now. You can trade your loot to people. Right. For an hour after you get it. For an hour after you get it. So, And this is a method of trying to encourage people that if we do have a wipe, don't immediately bail after one wipe. Because there's loot waiting. Because if you're not, yeah, you get no shot at the loot. You have to wait till the end of the wing. So everybody goes, okay, that's fine. We start off. We clear through. No problem on Marogar. No problem on Lady Death Whisper. Do the loot ship on Heroic. Um, I think we actually did wipe on that once, which is surprising. But we did come back and then killed it. No problem. The loot ship. Go to Sarafang. Kill him. At this point, we all start to move over towards the the big 
uh, chamber where you can choose the three different ways. Normally, you'll head to the plague wing. And everybody starts going, well, let's let's start rolling loot. We're at the end of the wing, right? Let's do it. Now, we've had marks drop. We've had, obviously, item level 277 stuff from loot ship. Mm-hmm. Um, so r- some nice stuff out there. The raid leader at this point goes, I'm, I've decided this is going to be GD, GDKP now. So gold DKP. And asks everybody to start sending their gold bids for the loot. <laughs> Everyone in the raid goes, oh, that's funny. Now let's do the roll yeah. of loot. Now let's roll the and loot. And he goes, no, I'm not kidding. Send me your bid or I'm not handing out any loot. Wow. And so pretty much the 24 people in the raid said, screw you. You know, either you know, put the loot up like you said you were going to do or... Yeah, yeah, well, I guess we didn't really have yeah, much yeah. of a choice <laughs> at that point. So his his he proceeded then to say, "I'm out of here." Then and hearths and logs off. We all go, "Wow!" So yep. four <laughs> bosses of ninja loot. Mm-hmm. This. Now, as I said before the show, my initial reaction was. If I had a real ID, I would find this person. <laughs> I, I think you used a different word other than person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but nonetheless, then I started thinking about it and said, well, number one, he just gave me great show content, so I can't yeah. fault him for that. <laughs> number two, I put him on my friends list because I really wanted to try to get an interview with him. Because <laughs> 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 I really wanted to you know, get his side of the psyche. We've all put in uh, tickets, of course, to Blizzard. And shockingly, Blizzard was no help. I was I was amazed when I got my response to this. That basically said, I put in the ticket that he said what the loot rules were and then changed the loot rules and took all the loot. And their response to me was, number one, what? master looter can be bad, so you probably shouldn't do raids with master looters. Number two, the only way they can intervene is if they had specifically said what the loot rules were and then changed the loot rules. And so, sorry, we can't intervene. But, but did and that, yeah, and then I got after I closed that. I got a survey from them asking me what I thought their customer service was like. <laughs> <laughs> and it took. I did my rate on Tuesday. It took till Saturday for the response to come. Interesting. So yeah. and the uh, person in question is gone. Yeah, that character no longer exists. So it's either name changed, but I don't think it name changed because it was on my friends list. So I should have gotten the right the, the notification. New name. Um, transferred off. It could have transferred servers or deleted. One of the two things have happened. So it may have been somebody's just last hurrah. Like, yep. let's see, you know, let's screw, let's screw with people and, with. and yeah, mess with them. But that was like, I've seen ninja loots of one boss, but I don't think I've ever seen one of four bosses. Yep. And all the trash drops and everything. Yeah. It was, it was over the top in that regard. Wow. So won't be doing that loot kids, system ever be again. Be careful when you go into these type of pug raids, especially if they say things like, yeah, we're going to hold the loot till the, you know, after four bosses worth cleared. No. This is obviously a possible consequence. (laughs) (laughs) A possible consequence, yes. Oh, man. So, yeah, it was pretty... One of those, like, wow, little little loss of faith in humanity on that Mm -hmm. one. But in the end, pixels are pixels, so... I'm rubbing up on him. (laughs) (laughs) It was great then when we had our tanking talk last week. Uh I immediately said, well, I'm going to blow up some steam. I'll go tank something. (laughs) Go do a tank group. And for the first time after, I don't know, 20 runs now, I've had somebody go, God, that's your tanking gear? (laughs) 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 At this point, after my night with the raid, I was just like, vote to kick that person. (laughs) They booted him from the group. I was like, I feel a little. My my inner child just went, yay. (laughs) <laughs> I had a run in Gundrak, and mm. 
we got to the very you know the first boss the snake, snake boss. guy of course and <laughs> we wipe on it and okay. the healer who's standing there in like ICC ten gear this wasn't me by the way no. <laughs> Because I healed Gundrak. Why do I weekend. keep getting into the groups with you know less than forty two hundred gear score? Please kick me. Like, <laughs> you really think that it's our gear scores that are the problem? And we made him quit nice. the group, and we got a person, a healer who came in with thirty eight hundred gear score. Wow, so fresh eighty. Who healed the instance with zero difficulty? Yeah. Nice. Yep. It's like, my God, you fail, Mister. Yeah. Fifty six hundred gear score. Do you remember the good healer's name? I do not. I'm oh, sorry. oh, darn. Well, I like to get well, that shout out. Yeah. Let me say, I I went in. And we, we ran dungeons this weekend. You Yay, played. I played. <laughs> I got to play, yes. And and I literally was going through and, you know, did the three heroics and we had Gnomewise's um Death Knight tanking and I was healing, so we would just pop up pop, pop pick up three you know, pick up three DPS and sure. off we go. Um and I had no problems at all. Yeah. None whatsoever healing the heroics. I got no loot. None. No. Oh, if, um, if you were a feral spectre, you would have been I, set. I'd have been yeah. set. I got all feral gear all the time. That um, happens. Yeah, badgers. Badgers, but, uh, badgers. Yeah. Badger runs yeah. Yep. yeah, but we did the badges, and and uh, I was I was pleased because it was I was expecting it to maybe be harder than I expected, and and it wasn't. Yeah. So no, it's because it's you're a competent a healer. Yeah, I, I a bit worked. rusty maybe, but uh, still I was competent. A bit rusty, but yeah, I needed to actually get in there and play. And, and your and healbot it, decided to say no life bloom for you, and it felt good. Yeah, I healed <laughs> the first. I healed the first two dungeons with no life bloom. Wow, That's it was crazy. disabled, and so it was it was wild growth, wild growth, wild growth. You know, and it was yeah, regrowth and rejuve and you know everything but life bloom I could put out there. Wow, I don't like Gundrak though um, because of all the poisons. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they're, they're really not doing a lot of damage, but they're popping up all over your heel back going, oh, my God, dispel us, dispel us. Well, and you just don't know how right. much damage are they going to do. Yeah. Um, but we did have a mage who was, who was, um, had a problem with his aggro control. And a little bit. A- had he, a he thought he was the one who was supposed to be pulling in our uh, Utgard Pinnacle heroic run. Nice. Yeah, yeah. And, and he did have a problem. This guy with... stood back and said, okay, watch the gnome go squish. Yeah. He'll learn or he won't. Well, and it was one of those where I'm like, oh, my God, I can't get the heel off in time. Ah, he's dead. <laughs> that yeah. happens. All right. Now he has to wait till the end of the it, fight. Well, it was a gnome. Yeah. That, that explains a lot. Yeah. Explains There's a, a little lot. lack of control Excuse there. me, your point? Gnome. 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 Too much fun. Yeah. I mean, I had the day, I, I, this morning, I got into a... A random dungeon as a tank, and it got holes of reflection. I was like, Ooh, Ooh, this is gonna be I'm interesting, like, huh? How did I get this? My gear score shouldn't be in high enough, but whatever. So you go in, and I'm like, all right, well, nobody said anything. Let me try it. We go through, and the mage dies on the first pull, and so immediately starts complaining. And we managed to make it all the way through and kill the boss and get him rezzed. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, you couldn't hold aggro, blah blah blah. I'm like. Why were you attacking the footman? We had a priest and a mage up and a footman. And you decided to drop your bombs on the, the footman, footman, 
who is if you've if you've ever run that instance the before, you know that is the lowest priority target <laughs> out there. So yeah, I mean, we all, everybody in the group was kind of like, you chose really poorly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for your attack, and from that point on, we went through the instance and had no problem. Excellent. You chose. So, it was. Oh, I mean, that is definitely the most stressful tanking instance I think right now available. Well, if you're not coming back to it with uh, ICC gear or you know, yeah, crusade. Well, even that, it just has so many uh, mobs that like to, you know, the hunters are disengaging. Right. Uh, mages will split a, a, a different target. The rogue the will sap you at times. <laughs> yeah, the poison. These poisons are vicious. Yeah, I, I wish I had poisons like that on my. Oh, rogue. No kidding. Yeah, so, I mean, I think it's definitely a a good test. It's it's a it's one of the best I, uh, Wrath of Lich King instances they've made. Oh yeah, very much. De- definitely challenging that. You know, I've done a, f- a fair few Pitasarons. Yeah, that are um, challenging for some teams. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because there's actual you know teaching people the line of sight tricks during the Garfrost fight. Oh it's yeah. Like, you're this far into this expansion and you haven't figured this out? It's kind of funny. Garfoss, I find, is probably the hardest fight in there a lot of the times. Yeah, that and just getting through the tunnel. Of the gauntlet, the, the, yeah. The, actually, the, the two groups that spawned at the base of the hill with the, the two fire mage oh, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Ow. But anyway, that brings us up against the break. Wait, one thing, because I'm yes. not going to be here for shout-outs. Okay. And on Facebook, um, there was a post from Rebecca saying, I made my 62-year-old... Um, mom, mom, listened to us in the car, and she didn't understand most of it, but she still laughed and liked it. So I want to give a shout out to Betty Jane, who still laughed and liked it. Booyah! Before we go, shout nice. out to Betty Jane. Shout out to Barry J- Bar- uh, Betty, Betty Jane. Jane. Now, when so. we return, we have kind of a switched up, different than usual show this week because we have two count them two, two interview segments. First interview segments will be with Atlas from mm-hmm. the Triwizard Drinking Tournament. You evil people have enrolled me in yeah. without my permission. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's such a whiner. You know, know he's gonna love it. <laughs> I hate you all. And the I second w- one is with Alex um, with, from the Cookie Brigade. From the Cookie Bur- Brigade. All packs related things. All packs related. Yes. So we have our normal episode of Northrend News from Amelia Overbay Day. Boo y'all. And a little music from Xorb, after which we'll be back with Atlas. Woo. Boo y'all. Grandma. Welcome to Northrend News, airing exclusively on Casually Hardcore. On VTWProductions.com. In this week's edition of Northrend News, adventurers may be getting new digs if Orgrimmar has its way in a new revolutionary urban building project. Player housing. It's long been a wish for Azerothian adventurers, and in the global upheaval and rampant geophysical turmoil now sweeping across the world, it's understandable that even the hardiest of Northrend champions would like a place to call home. We give the people what they want, says Chief Architect and Surveyor Milo Dizzywrench. People say, hey Milo, make the barons more interesting. And that's what we do. The Player Housing Pilot Project launched six months ago when goblin engineers from the venture company laid the foundations for 1,000 homes and small businesses along the gold road between Orgrimmar and Ratchet. Offered to Horde-side homebuyers on a first-come, first-served basis, the development filled completely within the first two hours on the market. But player housing has brought some problems with it, too. The barons used to be bare. 
says Molly Stonehoof, chair of the Kalamdor Environmental Council. Now you can't walk from Orgrimmar to Ratchet without being surrounded by cookie-cutter houses and strip malls. And that, the KEC says, is having a detrimental effect on the local ecosystem. In the past six months, local populations of savannah lions, hyenas, and plain striders have all declined as the sudden loss of habitat threatens the fragile balance of the plains. The council is filing suit against Orgamar and the city's building partner, the Venture Company, which is already on trial for 15 counts of industrial pollution in the region. But despite all the turmoil, most development residents view the housing project as a good move. Unemployment, once a significant threat to player livelihood after the fall of the Lich King, is now virtually a thing of the past here, as adventurers find new jobs as parking attendants, retail workers, and housing security guards. And when our reporters asked Horde leader-to-be Garage Hellscream his opinion of the project, we found him in the newly opened Misty Mosshoof Day Spa, getting an herbal face mask and a pedicure, which seemed to be a vote of confidence for the new Gold Road Gates community. For today's top stories from all corners of Azeroth, this is Northrend News. Hi, I'm a little girl who likes CCGs, and Doc Dad told me to listen to VTWproductions.com. Isn't it great? That's great! Actual physical contact! And Casually Hardcore continues live on Verse of the World Radio. And we have a departure from our normal format with this segment. Yes! Joining us through the miracle of the intertubes, we have Atlas from the Triwizard Drinking Tournament. That's right. That Daxa has connected us with. Who is also the head, uh, actually not the head boy, he's the master of the house. Headmaster? Uh, headmaster oh, yes. God. I'm the head of house and the head headmaster. Head of house, yes. Oh, even better. <laughs> Atlas, welcome <laughs> to Casually Hardcore. Oh, thanks, guys, for having me on. Oh, no problem. So tell us about this thing that you have wrought. Is this the first year of it, or is this a recurring thing? Uh, this is actually the third annual Triwizard Drinking Tournament, and it's actually my fourth pre-PAX bar crawl. As you guys know, um, there's also PAX East this year, which happened this year. And uh, out there, we had a bar crawl as well, only that one's Pokemon-themed. Oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> I right. can only imagine. <laughs> Got to drink so, them all. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Actually, Got started back in 2008 when uh, someone had to bow out the last minute because they were sitting up the bar crawl. Medical emergencies came up, so I had three weeks to plan the first one. Now, just out of curiosity, were the medical emergencies at all related to sampling the beverages ahead of time? <laughs> no, no. It was actually a colon bisect. Wow. Oh, ouch. ouch. That's going to put a dent in I your plans. Say, I was going to say, that's different than a liver overhaul. Slightly <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, lower and to the left. Yeah. So, this pub crawl that you have created, what are the rules of the competition? How does one win? Well, it's less of a competition and more of just an excuse to get a bunch of nerds drunk. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm good the, with that. The score. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the entire point. Uh, a lot of people are coming out to PAX for the first time. They don't know anyone or they only know them through the internet. So, they come out here, they get drunk with people, they make friends, and... They're not only your friends throughout the entire weekend, but they're friends all year round. Every time you come back, people are going to recognize you. That guy that drank that thing that time. (laughs) That guy that took off his robes and ran around the bar naked. Uh, I put on my wizard Wizard robe robe and and hat. hat. Uh, Um, And don't take them off, for the love of God. So is there there a theme when you're um, headed to the bars? Uh, Do you have a specific order that you go in? Are there specific drinks? 
that you are supposed to drink, for example, if you are House Gryffindor versus Hufflepuff versus Ravenclaw. Um, I'm like, oh. I don't know the, the background. And I won't be at PAX, sadly. I am very sad. that You can I'm play the home game. This. Yes. <laughs> I actually at home. Just throw on the song shots. And every time they say shots, you take a shot. Oh, my God. <laughs> this says it like 50,000 times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, this year, actually, the quote-unquote competition part, um, there's five separate drinking challenges, one for each bar. Uh, three of them, you meet up with the other houses, and you kind of have a little wizarding duel. And then you also get credit for dressing up. And then there's a final duel, or not, I'm sorry, a final challenge, rather, where if you complete your scorecard, you can take a bonus drink to get a bonus button. And it's actually the Expecto Patronum challenge. <laughs> oh, nice. Yes. Nice. Very cool. And for those of you familiar with Expecto Patronum, you, you're passionate at silver, so I figure, hey, take a shot of Patron silver, tap your <laughs> night off, and you're done. Oh. <laughs> Patron. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, me and Patron, we have a history. You won't uh, care by then. It's yeah. the last one. <laughs> yeah, if it's good enough for little John, it's good enough for us. That's right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was going to say, and, and, you know, Patron, it's... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, have, we have a daughter because of Patron and Silver. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I've had some good nights on it. I just walked around, carried a whole bottle, and then I woke up the next day. Oh. <laughs> so I want to know then, cause speaking about Little John, is how did we end up with Shots as our theme song or or as our house, house song? song. Yeah, because well, girls jealous that Hufflepuff has. Well, yeah, my, yeah <laughs> I mean, I look Cyrus. at Hufflepuff, and they have Miley Cyrus party in the USA, and then we have well, shots. The, <laughs> the problem with Hufflepuff is that they've actually haven't made a decision on their house song. So I just every once in a while, when when the fancy catches me, I just change their house theme to something. <laughs> like it was originally Kesha. It's punishment. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, we ended up with shots because Gryffindor is. The house, if you're an alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. I should be proud of that. Uh, I'm very proud of that. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm your head of house. And I come from a long line of alcoholics, only I'm just the first person that's put his alcoholism to good use. Nice. <laughs> there you go. I'm professional. The drinking anthem when you're in the club. So I figure, go. hey, grab before anyone else does, and let's go do some shots. Um, so I, I don't know if, if you uh, listen to us at all. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm getting a, uh, a special dance at the dance party right now. Um, I have a character by the name of Chip in front of me and a character by the name of Dale, Dale. in front of me. <laughs> Chip and Dale dancers. Uh, male humans. And they are um, stripping down Alrighty as they dance then. for me in the dance party. <laughs> so I'm a They're little disturbed and distracted. Yep. Yeah, I, yep. I suspect they are coming to the Triwizard drinking tournament. There you go. So uh, we are up to how many people now for this uh, tournament? Uh, this is actually our largest year yet. We have over 400 people that are signed up, and I've actually had to close registration this year just wow. due to the fact that we're going to completely overwhelm these bars. Are the are the bars aware? Or, I mean, do are they you notify yeah. them? Okay. They're, they're, they're <laughs> very much aware. Uh, the head girl for Gryffindor, Taja, she actually goes out to the bars and acts as a liaison to them and warns them that we're coming. Last year was the first year I had her do this, and they were completely prepared for us. One of the bars actually had Order of the Phoenix playing on a projector screen in there. They had theme shots and just little wow. welcome awesome. Triwizard Drinking Tournament challengers. Have, welcome, people with you, money. Have you, considered, <laughs> have you considered staging it if you've, you've guys had 400 people? Have you considered staging it so that only 100 are in each bar at each time? Or, uh, something, or 80 because you could divide it evenly and have 20 from each house and... 
Um, the, the only thing wrong with that is Capitol Hill is very spread out, so there's a lot of walking involved to get more bars involved in the route. So we just say, you know what, let's let's treat it like a flash mob. Just send 200 people in each bar for the house duels and let the bars handle it. Okay. <laughs> so how exactly Alrighty. do we duel? If I go up to, you know, one of little uh, Molly Cyrus Hufflepuffs and say, I want to duel you, what what do I need to do? What are the forms what and is strictures? The, yes, what do we do? <laughs> well, there, there's specific challenges for each bar. It's usually like, you know, you, you pair up with a partner um, you just order a drink based on what the challenge is. Uh, for instance, last year, you could order each other, like, two different alcohols in one glass, and the other person would have to drink it. Dif- different things like that. There's a whole theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year, the theme for the challenge is it's the – everyone's taking their quote-unquote owl test, so there's different subjects they have to pass. So, for instance, one of the house duels is potions. And, well, I don't, I don't really let the challenges out, but this year it's actually you both order a drink – Mix them together, and you both drink half. So it could be anything based ah, on what your partner wants to do. Potions. Interesting. Uh, so we got the scoop on that, huh? Yeah. I hope well, no other houses are listening. Right <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm sure it'll be out there. Let me be the first to say, we all going to die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, I'm, I'm, one of these days when I put out a new resume, I'm going to have right at the bottom that people have actually missed the first day of PAX due to a hangover from the Triwizard Drinking Tournament. <laughs> <laughs> I got listeners counting on me to bring them content the next day, and you enrolled me in this. That's right. I hate you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It sounded like fun. I think it. I think it will be fun. It'll be great. Um, so some strange usage of the word "fun" that I wasn't previously aware of. We've got a Grill and I stuff. have our outfit and everything already, so you better get working on it. Yep. House Gryffindor, we're counting on you. Right, Atlas. Yes. Hey, you know what? Everyone's going to be completely drunk the next day, and that's that's what we do. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> The next you're, you're completely day. screwed. You're not even on the Triwizard. Not only are you on the Triwizard drinking tournament, but you're also in House Gryffindor. Like I said, we are the House Four alcoholics. Own up, man. <laughs> well, you know, Nowise is sitting here huffing and puffing like a Hufflepuff. Yeah. And yet he also home brews, so yeah, I think he's got a little seriously. alcoholic in him. Never yeah. did I deny my alcoholic <laughs> heritage. I'm just trying to work how I'm going to get any work done on this trip. Um, you're you're gonna get work done. You're you're just gonna pay the price for it. Yep. There's always yeah. Saturday and Sunday. Exactly. Lots of pain three day thing. Lots and lots of painkillers. Uh, drink. Uh, remember the rules. Lots of you water. Hydrate. Hydrate. You've hydrate. You've got to drink 24 ounces of water for every every drink that you have. So not 16. 24. We all going to die. Yep. Yeah. It'll be fun. And and then we get to go play games and jump around the next day. So speaking of there. PAX Atlas, what what are you looking forward to seeing at PAX? Yeah, you've been before. We have not. Uh, what do you uh, remember? At this point, <laughs> okay. I, I, uh, this this is my fourth PAX. I really just go to see the people at this point. I mean, there's usually a few key panels or a few games I want to see. Uh, you know, like last year, hey Ashley, what you playing? They had a panel, and that was something I was looking forward to. But this year, I'm pretty much just going for the Triwizard Drinking Tournament and then seeing all my Seattle friends. Oh, nice! nice. Very nice. cool. Well, I got to tell you that that's one of the things that you do find when you attend a conference every single year is that it really does become about the networking and it becomes about getting getting in touch with the people that you've met. So, you know, I mean, you guys who are doing the Triwizard Drink Tournament make some friends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, 200 of them. then when you go, then when you go in the next year, yes, 400 of them. Um, and when you go next year, there will be some of those same people there and you'll be able to kind of keep those connections going. It'll be very much a good time. Uh, Alice, does the uh, 
Triwizard Tournament have a web presence at all that uh, our IRC rep, Barry VA, could link into the IRC? Uh, no, not really. Um, it's very much a community event, so it's just forum page, Facebook page, and then that's pretty much it. Okay, so there is a Facebook presence. Yes. Yeah, so an event page, right? Yeah, well, I see on the Penny Arcade forums, you the third annual Triwizard Drinking Tournament. Is that, or was that the one from the uh, Boston? No, that's it. Oh, I linked it, there um, it is. to us, yeah. Yep, I find yep. that there. That's the biggest. Yep. That's it, or just search on Facebook for the third annual Triwizard Drinking Tournament. But like I said, at this point, we are closed. So um, next year, or in PAX East, come out, check us out, and have a few drinks. Right on. Now, did uh, I saw in there when you were listing the costumes that you had somebody show up in a bathrobe and a stick, basically, as a costume. But have you had people really go elaborate, like, to the other extreme as well? Uh, there's only so much... There's only so elaborate you can get with a uh, with a costume, you know. So you see a lot of people robes, sweater vest, tie, and that, that's pretty much the extent of it. Nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah, I guess yeah. pretty funny. <laughs> there was someone who said they were going to try to come as Hagrid, so we'll see how that one works out. See, I could effectively pull that off with no costume. Probably. Large, no, hairy, no, you, you got to put you got to put the beard. the long. You got to have the beard. Yeah, you got to do a longer beard, and you got to. Well, do stop a shaving hair. right now. Uh, <laughs> we, got, we got what? Less than a week? Yeah, right. As long as you're willing to put up with the lack of sex, that's okay. <laughs> so not worth it. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, this is what happens when you have people who are married actually doing the same show together. <laughs> I love you. You're pretty. Yes, I know. <laughs> so I also see that a lot of the people um, that are in a lot of the community things going on like the the cookie brigade and the buttoneers there's a lot of buttoneers doing the um triwizard tournament so do you see that people are you know giving away buttons and and doing other things during the the tourney absolutely there's a lot of overlap in the community events because the forum presence at pax is maybe less than one percent of the actual population and the actual attendance so you'll see people they you know they'll do buttons they'll do the pre-pax dinner they'll do the the uh, the Triwizard Drinking Tournament, you know, and then you see them out in line. They'll be buying cookies from the Cookie Brigade. So you, you will see a lot of the same faces, and it's a great way to get to know people. Right. So, and I think that's what that's what makes it such a great community because it is the same people doing all the different things, but it's all the same people. So, nice. what do you think? Should we bring the mobile broadcast rig on the pub crawl? Oh, there there might be cameras there, right, Atlas? Isn't this the same uh, thing as drunk dialing? I'm well, sorry. A little bit, but it's a much larger audience. A little bit like that. Um, there's also a community DVD project. They uh, film a lot of the con that the official DVD might not get, so uh, I've spoken to one of the coordinators for that, and there may be a few cameras at the beginning of the crawl before people get too drunk and you know they don't want that broadcast over the internet <laughs> you think <laughs> well, so the portable the portable broadcasting rig at least it would only be sound at least it would only be audio yeah, that's true exactly yeah. so that there that might go. work yeah. <laughs> where'd they find a goat you <laughs> <laughs> start throwing start throwing little statements in i don't know let's throw that out to the video wall thumbs up if you want us to uh, do a audio of the pub crawl anybody <laughs> now this oh, isn't just one night see. this is They've every night of the con or is it just the first night no, it's just the first night. Okay. Oh, see, there's a thumbs up. Okay, got one thumbs up. Yeah, okay. the forty second leg. I know, forty second leg, guys. Thumbs up if you want us to do the bub- the pub crawl. Okay, your own son is giving a thumbs up to the, <laughs> death, yeah. to the death of your liver alive <laughs> on the air. You're twelve. Harp says yeah, thumbs you don't up. Get to do that. Guy with the quest hat, thumbs up. See, we've got them all thumbs up. They want to do it. They want to yeah, hear it. Yeah. All right. If hey. Atlas my loves camera's us. not on, but can you see my thumb up? <laughs> <laughs> right on. It's implied. 
So there you go. Right. So if Atlas lets us do it, then we'll take a mobile rig. It'll be a good burn-in test for the equipment the night before the con. There you go. Sure, there's our excuse right there. Yeah, and then we're yeah. going to get beer all over it, and it's not going to work. We just will absolutely not save an archive of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. The recording got, quote, lost. Yeah. Oh. You might want to have a muggle or two on hand to break the equipment down. For there you go. There right, you go. Right, right. Yes, I, I heard that we need to keep our muggles on leashes if we Minions! bring in. Yes, muggles, depending on how filled up the venue gets, we may have to leave the muggles outside tied to a fire hydrant. So Actually, That's one other question. I was looking at the map for the public crawl, and it looked like there was a decent amount of distance, at least between the first mm-hmm. bar and the second bar. Is, is there, like, public transportation? Are we walking it? I mean, what's the... Oh, we're walking it. We're it's walking, walking it right <laughs> on. It's, uh, <laughs> the longest walks are maybe 15, 20 minutes or so, and that, going back to what I said before, Capitol Hill is very spread out, right. so it, it's tough to get a lot of bars in the same area. How does it feel to be the member of a horde? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm well, looking forward to it. You get to you get to basically say um, you get to basically get to know people as you're walking, you know. So you've got the 15, 20 minutes there, and then you get to to talk with them, talk with them more, and mm-hmm. different people in the different Sounds bars. Beautiful. So, and then you get yeah, to kill awesome opposing plan. members of other houses with alcohol poisoning. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and to uh, Hobody's gnome in the IRC channel. No, I'm not going to use the sippy cup. Oh, Stop asking. Oh, Rink was saying, please <gasps> bring the sippy bring cup. That. Please bring the sippy cup. Rink definitely asked for that also at the dance party. I hate you all so bloody so. much. And then we could use your tiara at the end. Yeah. Hate. <laughs> You're not helping uh, your case You're here. turning into octail right in front of us. Hate. Yes, I'm going to bring yeah. the haterade and drink yeah. that. Mm. <sighs> I love you. You're pretty. Mm. That, was I, I, I that was for Atlas. That was for Atlas. Yeah, I won't. I won't be there. Atlas, are I can you feeling pretty today? You guys today? are talking to me anymore. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. You're still here. <laughs> Maybe we've started the drinking contest a little early here. Is the drinking light on? I don't know. Not for me. No, but I mean, I think Atlas posted a before and after picture also of uh, last year. Right? Was that from last year? Oh, that was actually from 2008, the first year. Oh, that was the where first I'm year. Where I'm drinking a whole pitcher by myself. Yes. Say goodnight, Gracie. Yeah, I know. Oh, hey. <laughs> Sometimes I'm look, really looking forward to meeting you. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's just this strange vibe I'm getting over Skype. I don't know what it is. Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> you thinking, are you, you thinking, you're thinking good people? Is that what you're thinking? I think he's a keeper. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but not a sheeper. Uh-uh. Oh, what? <laughs> as long as I don't wake up in Arizona, we're fine. Yeah. <laughs> As long as we don't wake up in Arizona. <laughs> I've, I've had, there was uh, PAX? Yeah. <laughs> We're home? Yeah, I, I had that once in college, actually. I, I, I fell asleep, read, passed out, and woke up in California. Mm-hmm. Oh. That was a little disconcerting. Yay. Yeah, because no one told you you were going to California. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Luckily, we'd taken my car, so I could just abandon all of them and, and drive back home. home. <laughs> drive home on my own. Yes, yes. The, the royal we took your car. Like, um, they shoved you in the back and took it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so college. that was fun. So I'm assuming you have to travel there, also, Atlas. Yep. I actually live in Massachusetts, um, mm. so I, it is a day's worth of travel for me to get there. Oh, so Pax East was at least a no-brainer for you. Right, so it was nothing for me to go there and get everyone drunk there as well. So next PAX East, um, crashing at your place, okay? <laughs> uh, you, you don't want to do that. <laughs> oh, you have no idea how low my standards are. <laughs> no, no, I don't even crash at my place for PAX East. Nice. <laughs> right. I, I am going to take offense at you don't even know how low my standards are. <laughs> when traveling, dear, when I'm, traveling. I'm, oh, my. Oof. I'm not getting any... <laughs> 
Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us for this segment of Casually Hardcore Atlas, and we're looking forward to meeting you real soon now, actually. Yes. Yeah, God, three days away. Bearing less, down less on us. Week, yep. Oh, God. I know. I'm so not prepared. <laughs> so much that needs to be done. I, I so am. <laughs> I hate you so bloody much. And I am sorry that I will not get a chance to meet you, but I this have enjoyed year. Ve- this year, but I have enjoyed very much talking with you. And it sounds like you've got a really, really excellent um, way to get people to connect up and, and meet other people and have a really good time leading into PAX. So, congratulations. It's a oh, neat, neat idea. So. Thank you for having me, and I'll uh, see you guys in a few days. All right. Oh, we'll see you there. Thank you, Atlas. And we right, char- charge on into our next music break. We have a little bit of Midnight at the Movies coming your way. And after that, we have our next interview victim, Alex, with the PAX Cookie Brigade. You are listening to Casually Hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio. We'll be back right after this. Versus the World Radio uses Typefrag Ventrilo servers. Try them out for free at www.vtwproductions.com. Once you've experienced their incredible sound quality of their high-availability worldwide servers, sign up for your own vent server at typefrag.com. Use promo code VTW for a special deal. Try on all of their fantastic features, such as their money-back guarantee, instant setup over the Internet, web-based control panel, live chat support, and servers based around the world, so you can always find one that is near to where you like to play. Versus the World uses Typefrag, and so should you. www.typefrag.com, promo code VTW. For one chance, just one chance, to come back here and tell our enemies that they may take our lives. But they'll never take oh. Sexy girlfriend Inconceivable What are you people? On dope? Hey everybody, welcome back to Midnight at the Movies This week, I actually think there's a sleeper in our mess But let's take a look at the one making the most noise right now That would be Takers Bet big Win big That's the only way to play they're the best at what they do. I got a deal to discuss. 30 mil. Why should we trust you? Trust Green. On August 27th. Great. We're definitely out to something big. Risk it all. Get it out of control. I did, actually. Take it all. Keep it clear down below, boys. They ain't gonna know what hit them. Go. Hey! Takers, rated PG-13. I'm sure if you've been looking around watching TV, that kind of thing, you've heard that preview for Trakers before. They've really been pushing it out. They're trying to get it in there and get everybody out to see it. Honestly, it may win this weekend just because of all the hype on it. I'm not sure it will, but we'll take a look at it. Um, It's a basic cops and robbers kind of thing. The robber's trying to steal the money. The cop won't give up coming after them. It's been done before, but they're trying to push it out in a new format. I don't think it's really going to work. It's not getting good reviews. That's Takers, PG-13, hour and 47 minutes long. Now, the best-reviewed movie this weekend is actually something I'm kind of interested in, The Last Exorcism. It's It looks pretty good if you've seen the trailers on this. Um, 
it's a lot reminds me of the exorcist is what it really reminds me of and it's it's not from what i've heard it's not one of those jump out boo scare you kind of movies it's really a mind freak where you're you know the stuff that happens it, it just messes with you it's not a scary it's a it's just a mess with you kind of movie but it's getting pretty good reviews the last exorcism pg-13 hour and 40 minutes now i talked about a sleeper and this is actually the one that i may go see tonight i haven't quite decided but centurion uh basically this is about a group of romans fighting the picks and uh the picks ambush them and kill an entire legion seven of them survive and the picks have captured their captain so they are trying to rescue their captain and get back home from the trailers I'm seeing, it looks pretty good. So, I, not many people have heard of it. It's in a very limited release, but that may be something for you to go look at. There is a big two-minute uh, preview on YouTube, so just go check that out. See if you like it. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's something that we may enjoy. It's rated R. It's an hour and 37 minutes long for Centurion. All right, for the DVD releases this week, coming out on Tuesday... Uh, Tyler Perry's Why Did I Get Married To, Marmaduke, and Harry Brown. Honestly, eh, don't go out and buy DVDs this week. It ain't worth it. All right, let's take a look at the money O's. We are actually going to have to go all the way back to number eight, because that's how bad the new releases did. This week was horrible. Last week, I should say, was horrible uh, as far as movie box office numbers it just wasn't good number eight nanny mcphee returns pulled in 8.4 million its opening weekend number seven with jennifer aniston the switch 8.4 as well just barely squeaked out nanny mcphee the number six spot piranha 3d with 10.1 million number five spot the other guy with 10.1 as well just once again just barely squeaked it out number four was lottery ticket 10.6 10.6 on that one. Number three movie out there was Eat, Pray, Love with 12.1 million. The number two was Vampire Suck. Still haven't seen that one. Looks pretty funny. I may have checked that one out with 12.2 million. And the number one movie staying on top for the second week here is The Expendables. $16.9 million. There really wasn't anything major and strong out that last weekend, so this weekend's kind of looking the same, unfortunately. So, all right. Well, we are to that point again, and since the success of last week's matchup was so great, I had so much fun with everybody on the forums, I am doing part two of the TV theme song. What is going to happen here is I'm going to play ten three-second clips of TV theme songs. Get on the forums at vtwproductions.com, click on the forums link, head all the way down to the bottom to the small screen section, get in there and take a guess at what these 10 movie or TV theme songs I'm so used to saying movies take a guess at what these 10 TV theme songs are alright here they come at you just a good old boy Well, 
there they are. Get on those forums and take your guesses. Now, there is one movie that did come sort of out this weekend that I really didn't mention. Avatar has been re-released. It is the special edition. It has eight extra minutes of footage. Should you go back and pay your $15 for seeing it in 3D and all that kind of stuff, that's kind of up to you. It's Avatar. You've seen it or you haven't seen it. You know if you like it or you don't like it. It's that simple. I like Avatar. I'm probably going to go see it just for the fun of seeing it in 3D again. Alrighty, guys. That's it for me. I'll catch you on the forums this week. As always, midnightatthemovies at gmail.com or midnightvtw, and I'll give you up to the date of what I think of the movies as I'm sitting there in the theater watching them. So, alright, guys. I'm passing it back to the Casually Hardcore crew. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, boys! Have fun storming the castle! Think of the lake? It would take them. Here I go. Bye-bye! Hello, I'm Oxtail. And I'm Gnomewise. Would you like to be a correspondent for VTWProductions.com? Well, if you do, send an email to VTWSubs at gmail.com. That's VTWSubs at gmail.com! You have 937 messages, all of which are marked urgent. And Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio. And yes, that intro is normally for our email and shout-out sections, but since we're switching things up this week with our live interviews from the PAX organizers, or people organizing things around PAX, that intro is now completely meaningless, and I fail. Silence! Yeah. What? I love you. You're pretty. There's less failure there. We are also down to just two show hosts. Myself and Iolite remain. Booyah. We have kicked Grail and Daxa to the curb. Actually, they had a previous engagement. We were lucky they were here at all, apparently. <laughs> They're selecting their fantasy football leagues for this week, <laughs> for this year. I was trying to <laughs> save face for them. No, no, no. <sighs> it's just too funny is what it is. Joining us via the miracle of the intertubes, we have Alex from the Penny Arcade Expo Cookie Brigade. Alex, welcome to Casually Hardcore. Hi, how's it going? We are doing well. I'm still kicking. Yeah, I don't know I'm, about you. I'm good. How Excellent. are you today? Oh, doing good. Doing good. Very, very cool. So, now, yeah, explain right off the bat yeah. here. Cookie Brigade? Yeah. So the uh, the Cookie Brigade is basically an, an organization, well, not really a formal organization, but a group of people in the in the Penny Arcade community who decided a few years ago to get together and basically hand out cookies at PAX. Um, and it slowly evolved. It, ter- it started with a couple of people just handing them out for fun. It evolved into uh, giving away cookies in exchange for donations to Child's Play, the uh, charitable organization created by Penny Arcade. Um, and, and now since then we've kind of run with it and it's been getting bigger and bigger um and so far we've uh we've collected over thirteen thousand dollars for child's play just from giving away cookies and and uh taking in donations and um we we've been doing it every year and we've been doing it at east and at prime and, and we love it excellent and in cool. service of a wonderful cause if you don't know what child's play is you should go to the internet now and research it Child's Play is a wonderful charitable organization created by Gabe and Tycho and the rest of the Penny Arcade staff, and their goal is to purchase video gaming technology that is usable by critically ill children in school, in uh, not schools, in hospitals. Um, 
specifically targeting um, you know, kids with severe illnesses that can't get out where video gaming might be their solitary outlet um, and making sure that they are well supplied with a never-ceasing flow of machines and content. And it just keeps getting bigger and better every year, it seems. And all, so all the donations you receive are turned around and given over to Child's Play, that's correct? Yep, 100% of it. All of the cookies are made entirely voluntary. Um, anything that we that we create around it, any like buttons that we give out and things like that are all uh, donated to the cause. Um, so 100% of it gets, we, we hand it right on over. Very cool. Excellent. Now, are, are you your own organization or are you just loosely organized to do this as, vol- as a volunteer group? Oh, we're very loosely, loosely organized. Um, we're kind of an unofficial underground kind of organization. Um, we uh, we basically are completely community driven. We we uh, we have no official presence, um, mostly because of uh, of contracts that with. Uh, various catering companies and convention and the convention centers. Yeah, they, get, uh, they tend to really get a little be... territorial there. It's been my experience. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it's unfortunately the thing. so. Yeah, we're we're hoping that one day they'll they'll see that they could actually, you know, profit off of us cuz you know, for example, we're giving out cookies. If they if they were to have little uh milk dispensers, for uh-huh. example, you know, it could be a right. profitable thing for everyone, you know. See, but uh not but, looking know, at it from the big picture. For now, we we keep it on the down low. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, that's it's, it's sometimes people are short-sighted. Um yeah. True. And it's it's a really interesting thing, and so it's good to keep it keep it quiet, but make it a good experience for people and let people know what you're there and what you're doing. And and uh, there's a you know, so what would I expect? How would I encounter someone from the Cookie Brigade when attending packs? When it's at, when I'm attending packs, yes. The most common place where we'll show up is usually in lines when people are waiting for uh, various events. Um, we'll we'll go through the lines and you'll see us because we'll have uh, you know giant bags of cookies or uh, you know carrying some kind of cookie brigade uh, you know advertisements. Um, or in my case, I have this giant belt that. Uh, basically is uh created out of those hanging shoe holders and it's filled with cookies nice. so you can't really miss me i look like a, a crazy out of his mind cookie vendor um uh, and the uh <laughs> and so you find these people and, and basically we you know we're giving out pre-wrapped uh pre-packaged cookies and and you know usually uh you know just just great stuff that and so you can you can always find us if you're standing in line. We'll we'll sometimes go through the expo hall as well. Um, usually not not as much because the crowd's shifting so frequently that it's hard to really make our way through there. Um, but if you're in a line, you'll usually run into us. So did you? Are all these cookies? You said they were they were um, uh, given to. Are they made by professional organizations and donated? You said they were wrapped. Or are they homemade and donated? Or both? Or both? Or well, how does it work? Well. A little bit of both. Um, there's uh, most of the cookies are ho- uh, home baked by volunteers in the community. Um, you know, sometimes people just just go and, and make hundreds and hundreds of cookies. Um, we also have some organizations like the uh, recently opened Pie Bakery. It's a 3.14 bakery um, down there in Seattle. Um, they they actually are making a bunch of cookies for us as well. Um, so we get a little bit of a mix of both, but mostly it's community contributions. Um, you know, people will wrap them themselves, you know, and they'll go through and, and make v- v- you know a variety of cookies. Um, you know, from the, the plain chocolate chip and, uh, you know, 
peanut butter varieties to uh, more interesting uh, varieties. Like last year, we had uh, uh, cookies that were, I believe they were lemon flavored, and they were shaped like Pac-Man. And they oh, had like a, a, a yellow actually. glaze on it. It was pretty cool. I, 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 you're making me hungry. You're making me want <laughs> well, Um being, being an avid follower of Penny Arcade, I have to get a little blue here, and I have to ask the question, has anyone ever presented you with a bag full of Dickerdoodles? Uh, you know, actually, we haven't. Um, we, I, at least I haven't. I'm surprised, I, I, <laughs> knowing, yeah. knowing our crowd. It's true. It is pretty funny. We, uh, we had someone mention it in the forums once. They said, you know, are, are there going to be any dickerdoodles around? And uh, there was kind of that discussion of, well, you know, it's, uh, you know, would it be something that, you know, what if there was some children, you know, that maybe it yeah. wouldn't be appropriate you think? to see it? So, <laughs> yeah, it's true. So, <laughs> but yeah. So, yeah, surprisingly, no one's actually shown up with any so far. For those of you who have no idea what we're talking about, there was an episode of the comic where just secondary to the action, the character Gabe was baking Christmas cookies, and if you were paying attention, you would look on the tray and realize that the cookies were phallus-shaped, to put it politely. And from that sprung a baking contest where people decided they wanted to bake real life, and the, the name that was coined for them was Dickerdoodles, and there's, I think it's an annual occurrence around Christmas time where they have the uh, baking contest. So I was wondering if any of those just magically turned up in this Penny Arcade-related uh, <coughs> cookie brigade. <laughs> Well, I would say people have been pretty pretty good about keeping it clean and family friendly so far. Oh God, thank you. And I I, I would think that's probably a good idea. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's it's yeah, it's been good. Everyone's been been keeping it on the on the level, you know, which is which is good, right. you know. Uh, some some awesome uh, nerd references, which I love in the in a lot of the cookies, but you know, being, keeping it clean. Like we have the uh, the red shirt cookies uh, that someone has actually made just for this year. Um, which was a it's a teddy bear shaped cookie that uh, had basically is decorated like a uh, a red shirt uh, Star Trek crew member with a uh, with a phaser blast hole right through the middle. Oh, how perfect! So it's, <laughs> it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah. right in my comfort zone, and now I'm hungry. Yeah, I think we're gonna be. Um, I think we're going to be uh, going to get cookies after this interview. <laughs> it's entirely uh, <laughs> possible. But so. Give me like the 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 range of flavors. So you said chocolate chip. You had some lemon shaped cookies. Do you get kind of some of the crazier cookies like um, super gourmet? Yeah. Do you get people being really creative? Both you talked about the red shirt. Are they creative just in the in the the shape and and um, and presentation, or do you actually get like gourmet crazy scone like cookies or something like that? Oh yeah, we get some extremely interesting cookies um, in in flavor as well. Um, usually, I'll, I'll call them experimental cookies. Um, I was going to say, define uh, interesting. Yes, there. Well, there was uh, someone last year who made what was it? I believe it was uh, bacon and chocolate chip. I think it was. It was something to do with bacon. They were they were baking cookies, Ooh, bacon. and and they were apparently extremely good. Um, and the uh, there was also. Um, potato chip cookies someone made cookies basically out of potato chips oh, and it wow. was uh apparently they were salty but delicious and uh <laughs> salty but delicious oh <laughs> no, potato chips oh uh, well you know i think of it and go you could you just you know use uh marshmallow and play with some things there and get some really interesting well, i told you about the uh, 
campfire brand marshmallows has come out with these what they call roasters, which are these four times normal size marshmallows. So you could make great cookies out of those. Oh God, yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Also, ooh, s'mores. That would be that would be a quick seller. I think. King yeah. s'more. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. King size s'more. That's awesome. Well, now I'm hungry. Now, now, <laughs> so, um, so you guys work all the days of the show. Oh so, yeah, we work we work all the days until basically until the cookies are run out. Um, so it's uh, I mean, gosh, and, I haven't actually been to a panel since the first packs. <laughs> okay, and I was going to say, do they run? Do you run out of cookies like on day two, day three, or do you find that you have enough to go, you know, through the entire show? It it depends on the year. Um, this year at, at PAX East, we uh, we went through a, a good portion of the show. I'd say we we ran out probably early in the day on Sunday. Um, last year at PAX Prime, we ran out. I, I want to say we ran out late Saturday. I don't think we've ever gone through the whole show and actually had extras at the end. Um, PAX is almost like a black hole for cookies. If, uh, you know, if we were cookies. Given... Yeah, exactly. There's, Not there's exactly endless... healthy eaters all the way around here when you talk <laughs> about you know, great, nerds. Mm-hmm. It's true, but it's it's fantastic. It's it's a great thing, you know, because everyone loves them, and it's uh, you know, if we had a million cookies, I'm sure they'd be gone before the end of Sunday as well. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, well, you know, you can't beat you can't beat good cookies for charity, you know, you know, yeah. cookie goodness. So now, so you just mentioned you did Pax East then. Oh yes, yeah. So we were there for Pax East. So you mm-hmm. go ahead and travel to the different Pax shows around and try and make sure that the support is available at all of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, we attempt to. Yeah, we're uh, we're we're still getting. You know, we're still getting on our feet as far as figuring out how to organize this whole thing in general because it's always been such a uh, um, basically catch as catch can. You know, uh, uh, figuring out how to organize it kind of on the fly and people come and go. Um, so we 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 still are getting the hang of it, but we seem to have uh, a pretty consistent. Um, PAX Prime crew now, and then a, a different set with some overlap of people doing doing East. Nice. Um, and so it's uh, it's pretty great. Now, what part of the country are you traveling from? I'm actually up here in New Hampshire, so uh, East is right next to me. Excellent. Right. So you, you, you East was pretty easy for you this year, but then you, you've got to kind of organize across the country. Seattle. For, you know, yeah, for, for getting, the, getting the cookies there and, um, you know, so trying to get everything next, together. Next PAX East, you know. Well, now we have another place to crash. See? See how this, this is great? <laughs> we should do more interviews. <laughs> Excellent. And, and there'll be cookies to eat. Ah, uh, yeah. I come home seven pounds heavier than I left. Um, <laughs> those, those, are the rules. those are the rules of conference to... travel, right? <laughs> it's true. Oh. Yeah. And oh. if you come to East, you know, there's, uh, there's a guy who, uh, him and his wife, uh, uh, Faceless Cog is his name on the forums, uh, him and his wife make these awesome uh, themed cookies. They made, like, Wii Remote cookies, and uh, it's just, I mean, just fantastic. That's World of Warcraft-themed cookies, and it's, it's great. So let me ask you this. What, what is the, the largest donation you have ever received in return for a cookie? Oh gosh, um, me personally. Oh man, or I the organization. Gave... Either way. I, well, um, I I don't know about the the other people who 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 do the distribution um, because I usually we just get the get them bringing them back. They don't really like tell about the specifics of of who gave what. Okay. But the uh, I know that I've received forty dollars from someone once. He didn't even take a cookie. I was like, wow. <laughs> well, I think You're that's. Awesome. 
that's one of the things, you know, to kind of build your awareness and, and stuff like that is you should have people tell you at the end if they've participated, you know, what was the largest donation they received or what was the most creative story that they experienced or the most creative thing that they experienced while they were doing this, you know, as a way to in, in, encourage other people to volunteer, as a way to kind of build awareness of, of what you're trying to achieve here and, and what you actually, you know, have, have um, put your efforts towards. And so it's a very I, good point. It, it's one of the things that, that engages people when you can say, yeah, this guy was amazing. You know, he sat down and he dropped a $100 bill or, you know, every now and then down here in Phoenix. And I'm sure it happens everywhere else. You know, you've got the, um, the Christmas time things. Somebody always drops gold coins into the uh, Salvation Army bucket at mm-hmm. Christmas time in Phoenix. And so it's always a contest to see how many gold coins got dropped in across the <laughs> valley. <laughs> um, That's fantastic. And and so you know you you realize hey they dropped you know a, a five dollar gold coin that's worth twelve hundred bucks in, wow. in this <laughs> can I get you to take that so yeah. those are the wow. sorts of stories that people are like that's awesome can you imagine if you're restoring were on the faith in humanity exactly oh, yeah I imagine some of our maybe I'll I'll put the shout out to the uh, on the forums and see what uh, see what stories are out there because you know it's it's funny I don't think we ever really went and collected you know people's people's stories as they were as they were distributed but i bet there's some good ones out there yeah i mean you'll have some of the ones that you just don't want to tell of people who are you know overly suspicious or not really you know interested but you'll also have the you know the people who are like that's awesome i don't you know yeah of course i'll take a cookie but here have the money regardless Mm -hmm. um it's it's really a, a can be a genuinely fulfilling experience. Now, from the IRC, Harper Lice is suggesting you need to branch out into the uh, Cupcake and Muffin Brigade as well. Mm. We we have had some branch outs. Um, we've had, um, gosh, uh, last year a lady that I work with donated a bunch of cake balls, which were delicious. Um, mm. and, cake ball, um, that sounds deliciously deadly. Oh, yeah. Deadly, yes. they were They were amazing. It was a chocolate cake covered in a thick layer of hard chocolate and then uh with oreo sprinkles on top and uh yeah we had it they they took all of probably 15 minutes to be completely like i had a huge tray full of them it took about 15 minutes for them to be completely sold out because i (laughs) i brought them over and people looked at them and and then one guy tried it and he put it in his mouth he said this is the greatest thing I've ever tasted. And then all of a sudden, the light uh. just crowded around me. It was <laughs> Well, and there's a story to share, Feeding right? Feeding frenzy, it's exactly. True. It's true. Uh. It only takes one adventurous person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I had the... Um... I had the guys, uh, basically, you make things like Buckeyes, where you take the peanut butter and you mix sugar in it, and you put the Hershey's Kiss in the middle, and you wrap it all up, and you just don't really mm. bake it, but it's this incredibly sweet, again, kind of a Christmas treat that we experience. And, I mean, those are the sorts of things that they're technically cookies, but you can have a lot of fun with them and play with them. So this is, it sounds like a really, really nice group of people. You said you had forums. Oh, yes. Are they on the well, PAX we, forums? Yeah, they're on the PAX forums. So if you if you head over to the Penny Arcade forums and go down to the uh, the Penny Arcade Expo sub forum, uh, you can see us in there. We have we make a thread every year. We make one for Prime and one for East, um, and we also have a Google group which you can get to if you go through those forums. You'll you'll see in the in the first post you'll see our links to the various uh, various other resources we have. Very mm-hmm. cool. That sounds awesome. So what would you say to people if you could say anything that you wanted that was clean for on the air? <laughs> um, what would you say um, about, about your efforts? Buy cookies? Mm. 
<laughs> I would I would definitely say you know buy buy cookies um, and uh, you know keep a keep an eye out for us um, and don't worry we don't bite. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, thank Very you cool. for joining us for this section of the show, and we will make sure to send over a link to the uh, archive once it's available, so you can share it with all your cookie fiend friends. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. And I hope that you keep doing this. I hope this is something that that um, gives you joy and that supports, you know, obviously you're supporting a really good cause here. And so I hope that, that this keeps going. I hope to run into you during PAX. Yeah, well, I won't be there, but hopefully no wise will see you and, and eat a cookie for me, too. Excellent. And, and donate, of course. <laughs> That'll be fantastic. <laughs> All right. Looking forward to it. All right. We're coming up against our next break here. You are listening to Casually Hardcore live on Versus the World Radio www.vtwproductions.com Our RSS feed is created and maintained by RSS feed creator from JitBit Software. Go to our main page, look on the right-hand side for the link to JitBit Software's RSS feed creator. If you have an RSS feed you need to create and maintain, you should use this software to do it because it is great. And we like it. We'll be back right after this.
Hello, I'm Octail. And I'm Gnomewise. Would you like to become a correspondent for VTWProductions.com? If you do, send an email to VTWSubs at gmail.com. And Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, VTWProductions.com. I am Gnomewise. I'm Eyelight. And we are all you get. Yep, we are. Uh, we kicked them all out, sent them on their way, said, don't come back until you're ready to play with the big boys yeah. or girls, as the case may be. And um, they left with their tails between their legs, and here we are. Since we've rearranged things, I will replay this. You have 937 messages, all of which are marked urgent. Yes, it is email and shout-out time, which means if you have a shout-out, you need to send it in via either the IRC through the amazing, incredible Barry Von Awesome, Barry VA in the IRC channel, and or send an email to the show at alphageekradio.com. That's the show at alphageekradio.com. Dot com. And shall we begin? Yes, I must begin with shout out to the incredible number of people who fabulously decided to come to the dance party today. And I'm going to call them out as fast as I can. I'm apologizing right now for pronunciation on names because, as usual, I suck at that. Um, we have Gnome Fool, Pallywhacker, Dread Knight, Boba Fetish, Want to Buy AoE Sheep, Copy, Hobody's Gnome, um, Astronomicon, Oh My God, It's Jay, Bregor, Jardis, Jidoran, Slowpoke, Rink, Sixburg, Gnome Tracker, Ravener, Helios, Heliosa, who's been here since the beginning, grats to you, and Nushkilder. So thank you so much. That's an awful lot of people. I appreciate it. For those of you who wish to join me in visiting the Spirit Healer, we're going now. While you're in there, uh, Gnome Tracker needs a guild invite. To ca- Carpet Cas- Sharks. Ca- casually Hordecore. To Casually Hordecore? Okay, well, um, there are is... Are you on the wrong tune? Uh, yeah, I'm on IO. Okay. Um, Ravener, Heliosa um, are here, and they are both uh, in Casually Hardcore. Yeah, so they should be able to invite. Excellent. So for those of you who want to go jump in the fire, let's go do that. I have an email here from Dog Toucher entitled, In Your Dreams. Hello there, CH crew. Back today with a normal question. Have you reviewed the movie Inception yet? would like to hear your thoughts on it, taking into account that I've already stolen Gnomewise's deep, dark secrets, not to mention these kinky dreams about female gnomes. Oh, you have no idea. Let's just say that leather and a swing are involved. Yeah, you didn't go very deep there. Uh, if you do not want these secrets revealed, I'll suggest putting, you, putting on the tiara. And I demand evidence, screenshots, or it didn't happen. See you later, dog toucher. And I am not sheep toucher. That's someone else. Touching sheep is bad. Um, I have not seen Inception. She has. Yes, I have seen Inception. Um, spoiler alert, first off, if you want me to talk about it. So I will say spoiler. It's been out long um, enough now, I think. Yeah. But also, it, tune out for the next you know, 45 seconds. Yeah. I, I found Inception actually to be a very, very good film. Um, I have my personal opinion uh, is that he was dreaming the whole time and that his wife was trying to wake him up. 
And that was one of the reasons why she was so not controllable and things like that. Um, and so it, it, it made sense to me as you started thinking about what he wanted. And especially at the end of the movie, of course, um, you got the, you know, you got the indication that it was unclear whether or not he was actually dreaming or awake. Yeah, I believe so, from everything I've heard in discussions I've been privy to is the filmmakers deliberately left it up for debate as to what was actually going on. That there's no definite, here's exactly the state of, of affairs that you can draw from the movie. All you can do is really argue your case about it and what you think was happening. Well, and I mean, one of the things that they did in the in the movie was they did a pretty good job about kind of these these reshaping landscapes of dreams, where you could play with things and move walls around and change architecture and, and 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 do you know kind of play with those things. What they didn't do, in my opinion, a very good job of because I have incredibly vivid dreams. They didn't do a really good job playing with colorscapes. Um, they didn't do a really good job playing with, for example, uh, dream creatures. Um, we tend to create that. Um, they didn't do a very good job creating dread, which can happen very much in dreams. Um, you know, that, that don't turn around, the things behind you don't turn around. They didn't do any of that sort of real interaction, um, even though I think they did a really good job playing with that idea of, of, of changing landscapes and you turn around and the door that you came in on isn't there anymore because someone else has played with things. And But I, I just didn't, didn't find, I, I found it to be an excellent, excellent story. I didn't find the dreamscapes to be that compelling. I found them just to be another place. Nor did they play with things like powers. You know, I can fly in dreams. I can't fly very high in dreams, but I can fly in dreams. It's more of a fast hover. <laughs> um, but those are the sorts of things that, that I thought I was kind of expecting in a, in a dreamscape kind of a film. And I do actually go back to that old Dennis Quaid. I think it was called Dreamscape. The old Dennis Quaid film. There was Dreamscape and there was Brainstorm. Uh, Two different. Dreamscape. It was the early. I think it was the earlier. Dreamscape one. was the one where they were going into each other's dreams. Right. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. That was a fantastic actual movie that that played with the idea of breaking into the minds of other mm -hmm. people and shaping their their thoughts and outcomes and even their health by you know the effect of dreaming. Yeah, they had the whole segment so, there with the, the kid with the recurring nightmare, and the guy went into help the kid and. Very, very much got his ass handed to him by the dream monster. Oh, yeah. Well, and that's just it. it, it is, you don't know what other people's, you know, kind of challenges are going to be, what their mental states are going to be. So I thought Inception was a fantastic film. Absolutely fantastic. Definitely worth um, more than one watch. Um, I've only seen it once in the theater. I'll definitely be one of those ones that I would want to own. Um, well, speaking of watching movies, uh, for, yeah. for you members of the cult of Steve out there, uh, in this past week, Netflix has released their uh, full app, meaning you can modify your Netflix queue and you can also watch all of your instant view music, uh, movies and presentations via your iDevice of choice. We've played with it a bit on the iPhone 4 here and ooh, it is everything you would want from a Netflix application. And no, yeah. we're not paid to say that. It's just freaking holy technology. Well, I mean, one of the things that, that you really don't think about until you've got one of these, I did get my iPhone finally. Um, and one of the things that you don't think about is um, actually how amazing the picture is when you're streaming media. The screen, I didn't the, expect the, to the, be the all that. The screen is phenomenal. The retina display is just... It, it it is fabulous and so it's i don't the weakest part and this is old review at this point old 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 the weakest part of this device is the phone yeah 
The phone and it's technolo- not the phone. The f- it's the network. Right. The phone technology on the device is, is just not as... When it's, it's on Wi-Fi, fabulous. it's rock solid. Right. Right. But when you it's need not... Ma- you need to make a call or, or use the streaming data, uh, not so much. Yeah. Not so much. Oh, and I definitely um, impressed the crap out of people with the sling player. That was, <laughs> that was awesome. People were like, wait, you're drilling into your own home... Doesn't, Doesn't everybody watch their own TiVo from wherever they're at? <laughs> so, yeah, there was some really definite definite geek factor there. Yeah, the one I didn't um, like about the Sling Player is the $30 price tag. And the fact that I had to buy it once for the Android platform and then again for the iPhone. And if I want to do it on the soon-to-be-arriving, we think, iPad, I'm very likely going to have to drop that money again because it's a racket. Yeah, well, it, it is a racket. I have an email here. Bring it. The email is entitled, I love you, you're pretty. Um, This is Greetings Casuals. Just wanted to write about something funny that has become a nice running gag at my house. I have been listening to you guys for some time, and I have blatantly stolen Gnome's favorite quote of, I love you, you're pretty. My wife, who is not a gamer and of yet not a listener, but I'm working on it, has started to reply with, I love you, you're funny. Um, She even likes to now throw it out to me in those moments when I get on her last nerve. Thought you guys would appreciate that, and maybe Io would love a nice retort to send back a time or two. Keep up the good work. This from Quaylen, level 80 night elf hunter on Kadar. So, I love you. You're pretty. <laughs> I love you too, baby. I have an email here called OMGRLWTFLOL. Hi, all. Nuge here. Just Nuge wanted, Nuge Kildare. Just want to check in. Haven't been in game for a while because, well, uh, life has become interesting. First off, shout out to Mrs. Kildare, a.k.a. Jameria, for putting up with being married to me for 11 years as of last Thursday. Congratulations. Should we put the talent point into stamina first off? Stamina or agility. (laughs) Yeah. Next, because of my morning school and night work schedule, instead of a work week consisting of seven 24-hour days with eight hours spent sleeping, my work week is made up of 14 12-hour days with four hours spent sleeping. I need to see if a psych major wants to use me for a sleep depth study. Just one semester left. Love the show. Thanks for the podcast. Keeps me awake at work. And hopefully someday soon I'll see y'all in game again. Chef Nuge Kildare, The Overwhelmed. P.S. Quote of the week. I have the body of an 18-year-old. I keep it in the freezer. Thank you, Nuge. And may you survive your remaining schooling ordeal. It's worth it. You can do it. And see you on the other side. Yeah, just keep keep going. Don't don't actually don't give up. You can do it. Yeah, it's the it's it, walking away in between is one of the things that um, walking away in between is is one of the things that makes it harder to go back, harder and harder and harder. Um, I quit my PhD program a couple years ago, and I'm I'm still working up the courage to go back and finish it. Watching what your boss has had to go through to finish his? No, I just... The pain. Oh, the pain. No, it's not the pain. It's the fact that I just don't want to do it. I personally think a master's degree is plenty for anybody. But I think I, I could be very easily wrong there. Well, that's, so. that's, a, the very, that's a very long conversation of the erosion of the different uh, diplomas. Because you know, the argument being made these days is, well, today's undergraduate degree is valued about as much as the high school diploma used to be. Right. So now master's becomes the new college degree and lather, rinse, repeat, and I don't know. It's 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 a tough situation. It you know, it depends on the degree, it depends on what you're doing, it depends on what, what field you're what in. What field you're going into. 
Um, is it a terminal degree? Yeah, there's a, just a lot of a lot of crud to sort through there um, in order to make good decisions. I got some black void action here delivered via the Barry Bond Awesome. Let's see. We have from Harper Lice. Shout out to me for it is my birthday on Tuesday. Happy ding day to you. Happy ding day to you. Happy ding day, dear Harper Lice. Happy ding day to you. From Rink. If they are doing shout outs this week. Yes, we are. Can I get a shout out to my guild Night Song, uh, Night Song Moon on Farstriders US and our 10 man team, Team Demise, for downing the Lich King in 10 man. Also, Gnome, did you see that Galcon is out for Android for just $2.99? Yes, I did. I just can't really fathom playing Galcon Fusion on the little tiny Nexus One screen. We'll see. And we have from Dragger AZ, can I get a shout to my guild Phase 2 on Blade's Edge for getting 11 out of 12 heroic mode in ICC 25? 11 out of 12. Ooh-yah, Grandma. Booyah. Booyah. Oh, so I had, um, in terms of shout-outs and emails and, and um, show threads oh and my. things like that. Yes, I actually wanted to um, bring up one of the show thread pieces. and I'm From um, our amazing yes. research team? Yes, yes, sadly I'm still looking for it. Well, let me go in there because I want to just go down the names in the research team. There's our show thread from this week. Yeah. So Fangs with a Z, because he's that epic. None left. And more Daxadaxas. Saxulian or Saculian, Sean Caster. All contributed to the research thread this week. Thank you for your efforts for making us more interesting than we actually are IRL. Well, we had, um, there were a couple of things. There was um, Portal Becoming Required Reading at Wabash College. Mm-hmm. Um, this was an interesting one. If you read the whole thread, it was interesting to see um, really just a couple of naysayers popping up in there. Um, it kind of felt like they were um, stodgy old school style um, people just from following the thread. I lurked through the whole thread. I didn't actually post myself. Um, but basically, it's a... Um, it's a com- it's a commentary class, it's a philosophy class from what I can tell, and they're doing reading um, and using media associated with it. So it was interesting to see a game become required reading. Um, and then the other one that I wanted to mention was was the UK Defense Secretary calling for a Medal of Honor ban, um, because essentially Medal of Honor in this case you get to get to play um, either the Taliban or the Allied forces, and it's a multiplayer mode that it has and so when you're in multiplayer mode somebody has to play the taliban and so it's one of those things where he was very offended um by the game and saying you should you should not buy it you should ban it you know it's very un-british to buy this game and Mm -hmm. i'm like yeah you know there are a lot of of not cool um games out there but you gotta you know what are they trying to achieve you can't have freedom of speech and expression just for the stuff you like. Exactly. You got to take the, the bad, with the, the offensive good. with the stuff you agree with. Um, and it's really whenever anyone calls for a ban on anything, it gets my hackles up because if it's not something that is blatantly illegal or calling to rally people to cause harm, then. I find it very difficult to justify a ban. There are some things, you know, obvious that should not be legal. Things like child porn, 
you know, things, exploitive, things like that, but something where you get to play as the bad guys in a game, that's a bit much for me. Well, and I think I think you'll find, you know, first off, you'll find people who will want to blame a game for almost anything. There were a couple of other thread posts um, st- treating StarCraft with um, anti-smoking drugs. StarCraft addiction was yeah. in there. And then there was one about de- detectives exploring the, you know, Dungeons and Dragons online link with a, a teen who had who had actually brutalized and murdered another teen. And so it, the answer is. If you have an addictive personality, you can become addicted to just about anything. anything. And so, of course, you might need a, a, a drug-breaking drug, a habit-breaking drug to help you right. break your addiction. So it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Understand your personality style. If you are an addictive personality, avoid things that can be addictive. Learn about yourself. And Yes, learn yourself. And the other thing that I would say is when... They used to blame, you know, rock and roll. They used to blame heavy metal. They used to blame pretty much anything for people who just went crazy Mm -hmm. and did something insane. Used to be that evil rock music. And so now they've moved on. And if they can blame a video game for it, then they will. And, And the answer is it's not the video game's fault. It's the mind of the person who conceived that violence and who could not, for some reason, separate what happened in a role-playing game with what happens in reality and reality. And so I I just have this, this point of keep an eye, you know, evaluate yourself, keep an eye on yourself and remember where the line between real and unreal is. It's eh. Noosh Kildare says Lady Gaga songs bring out a murderous rage in him. Well, there you go. See, so we blame Lady, Lady Gaga should be banned. We blame banned. Lady Gaga. She should be banned. Um, <laughs> Will the fetish? Who does that not happen to, Noosh? <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, you have officially gotten me laughing now on something that typically ticks me off. So <laughs> that's good. From the Black Void, we have a shout out from Jafrug. Jafrug? Say that five times fast. Jafrug, 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 Jafrug. Thank you. Do you do everything that I tell you to? No. Get naked now. Yeah, no. Damn it. From Jafrug, shout out to my wife, who is currently 39 and a half weeks pregnant and hoping she will pop tonight so I don't have to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> That's the only reason you're interested in, in the arrival of your child, just so it's a day off of work. She's going to stab you in the face now. Yep. I just thought I would warn you. Duck quickly. Yeah. Congratulations on the pending arrival of your personal bundle of joy. Um, Amen. We got our hands full with ours. That's for darn sure. Yeah, it is really interesting to to go back into this land of of uh, baby, baby, and diapers, and and all the things that you remember and all the things that you forget. She's in the coo and smile phase now. She is unbelievably adorable. Thank the maker that she is as low maintenance as she is. She's a good one. We got another good one. Because anything more than this probably would have killed me. <laughs> Because I am old and brittle. We are all old. Oh, it's so funny. So thank you so much. Definitely shout out to the people who stay till the end of the show. Um, and uh, booyah. I have an email here entitled Homebrewing Question Part 2. Revenge oh, yeah, of the I noobs. saw that one. Hello. To follow up on my question from last week. Genizel and Quinn. There are some rookie mistakes to... What are some rookie mistakes to avoid as a home brewer? My brother and I are about to go into this, and we picked up 
about three how-to books from the local bookstore. So we will probably we will hopefully be well prepared before we can make any large purchases. Thanks a bunch from Eldon. Postscript to Gwyn as a fellow Michigan Michigander. <laughs> Just give up on the lions. It helps you sleep better at night once you do. We'll pass that on to to uh, Gwen. The um, let me let me answer the one thing that I know of because I mainly watch the brewing. I try not to step up too close to the brewing when it's happening. Um, the one thing that I know can really mess it up is contamination. Yes. If you touch the wrong part of the devices at the wrong time, you have just added bugs into your brew and you get everything from it fails and everything in there dies to you have provided a breeding ground to to some really, really nasty critters. And instead of ending up with beer or cider or something wonderful, you end up with uh, roasted Mm -hmm. band-aids. It's truly terrible. Sanitize, sanitize, sanitize. Be militant about it. Have a huge vat of your sanitizing solution on hand so mm-hmm. you can dip your hands into it. You can dip equipment that you're not sure. Most of these sanitizers sanitize instantly and require no rinsing. Um, be completely paranoid about contaminating your uh, your wort. You're making a big vat of sugary critter food. I mean, that's what your beer your young beer, your wort is. The problem is lots of other stuff other than the yeast that you want to colonize in there would love to set up shop there. And you need to keep everybody out, keep everything completely clean up until that moment you pitch your yeast in and seal it. And make sure your airlock, whatever mechanism you're using, is good. And sanitized. And sanitized. (laughs) And just sanitize, 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 sanitize. Uh, You can also go over to iTunes or just go to basicbrewing.com and subscribe to Basic Brewing Radio. Fantastic uh, home brewing podcast by James Spencer. It's a, there's there's a lot of a lot of different things you can do and you can get more complicated um, kind of brewing recipes and less complicated brewing recipes. I would stick with something simple to stick begin with. Stick with the kits for now. Yeah, stick with the kits, stick with, you know, talking to Talking to the person at the place where you're buying your brewing supplies. Make them your friends um, and they will, you know, give you advice and they will talk to you about, well, you don't need that, you know, $300 piece of equipment. You can do it with these two $80 pieces and Mm -hmm. it works together. Um, And again, unless you are incredibly serious, you know, don't buy kind of the brewmaster art pieces. (laughs) It's like you can do this with a couple of carboys and, and a big kettle. Yeah, get, essentially. get to know the brewmaster at your local brewer's supply shop and be obsessive about sanitizing. Buy more sanitizer than you think you need. And I think that sums that up. Yeah. I have, um, talking with Nuge in, in, the, um, in the gray void here, and he's talking about his little girl, Handle Pending, knows that she's cute. When she gets into trouble, the first thing she does is throw out the big smile. Uh-huh. And I've, you know, babies do smile so you don't kill them. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. They smile because just, it, it is a, I, I wouldn't describe it as a debuff. It's more like mind control. They, they, they cast mind control on you and it comes with the smile. And so they do this big open mouth grin. Um, the other day, um, arch nemesis, 
saw my face while she was eating from a bottle and smiled wide around the bottle and lost her suction grip and all of the milk came running out of her <laughs> mouth. It was really, really hilarious. And then um, Nemesis has lost an eye tooth. Yep. Snaggletooth is what he is call him. definitely a snaggletooth. Anyways, his other incisor is getting ready to fall out too, so it's all bent and it's hilarious. He looks awful. Yes, <laughs> he does. And I have a final email here entitled, Don't Do It, Gnome Wise, from Sakani. Don't sell out and get an iPad. You know deep down in your heart you will regret the decision in the long run far more than you'll enjoy it in the short run. And I'm guessing the short run of enjoyment will end as soon as you realize you have no flash support, little Google app support, and everything costs more money than it probably should. It's not worth it. You know I speak the truth, Sakani. Yeah, but I'm basically getting it for free, so that means I still have the money to buy the first viable... Android pad that comes along, which apparently is going to come in September from Samsung. Though they're making a small pad, it's a 7-inch pad. Uh, They did a little teaser video release about it. We'll see if it delivers on the promise in the time frame promised. We shall see. So, um, you know, I'm not proud. I'll take free technology and then go spend my money on superior technology. Um, and also my clients expect me to understand how things like the iPad work. So if I have one to practice on, that's only better for me. Booyah. So I, I do think that it's, it's definitely something where until they come up with some, uh, an, an Android version or an alternative, got it. I've been looking, believe me, I've been looking, you're kind of, you're kind of trapped. Um, and it is again, a very, very cool technology, particularly for media. Um, I, uh, want to give a shout out to everyone who stayed, want to buy AOE Sheep, <laughs> Dread Knight, Nuj Kildare, Boba Fetish. Oh my God, it's Jay. Um, there are a few people who hung out until the very end. And I also wanted to let Gnome Tracker know that I will get on my Horty character right after the show. Um, her name is Dusk Angel. I will get on her and invite you if you still need it. So. Alrighty. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Casually Hardcore. Casually Hardcore. Casually Hardcore is a proud member of the Versus the World Radio Network. Versus the World. There are many other shows there, which you should check out. In fact, you should be now just reaching the end of your Sunday power drive, which began with 20 for T, went on through Octel and Hordak Versus the World, and concluded at the peak of the mountain with Casually Hardcore. Casually Hardcore. Earlier this week, I had an Alpha Geek Interviews episode with this guy you may remember, used to hang around here a bit, Total Biscuit. Uh, That episode is available on the front page of vtwproductions.com and also on the RSS feed for Alpha Geek Interviews. Alpha Geek Interviews is my occasional uh, interview-only show that I do separate from Casually Hardcore whenever we manage to line up an interview. Uh, And I managed to line up an interview with TB before he went off to do... uh, StarCraft II casting at the I-40 event. And right before he won a car. Yeah, if you follow him on Twitter, you know that he entered a raffle at Bloodstock and apparently has won a Toyota car. Plus one car. Yeah. (laughs) If you look at his 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 status message on Skype, it's plus one car. So congratulations, Total Biscuit, on your fantastic win of a vehicle. Now you need to learn to drive. Ah! Neener, neener, neener. I'm very frightened now. We shall return next week. From PAX. 
yeah, we'll be doing now. The, again, the scheduling is going to be weird. You're going to have to just w- uh, deal uh, with us being on the fly. I, I won't be there. I'll be single parenting. So for those of you who will miss me, I'm, I'll miss me too. The other show hosts will be running their shows at their normal times, and we will work around them with pre-recorded content and live content as the show goes on. Apparently Thursday night, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I will have some form of stuff flowing up to the site, hopefully at all times, to keep you entertained and informed about the goings-on at Penny Arcade Exposition Prime 2010. We are also proudly sponsored by Audible.com. Check out our front page and go to the link on the left-hand side for a free audiobook download if you are a new customer. You can also go to audiblepodcast.com slash Productions to get to that same freebie. Free is good. I use Audible all the time, and so should you. Yes, I'm not just a client. I'm also the president. No. Uh, anyway. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back in weird format next week and in regular format the week after that. I have been Gnomewise. I've been Eyelight. I've been Grail. I've been Daxa. <laughs> well, they're here in spirit. Just bad. We'll catch you on the flip side. We are out of here. Bye-bye, radio people.